Good morning. We got to try that one more time. Ready, kids? Good morning. Much better. Welcome to this worship service of Ada First United Methodist Church. My name is Reverend Brandy Rigsby, and it is a joy to be gathered here on this third Sunday of Advent. I want to take a moment, I want to welcome each and every one of you, especially if you're visiting with us today, if you're joining us online, we want to extend a warm welcome and let you know that we are pleased to have you with us as we move through this journey of Advent. Also, a few announcements and reminders. If you are joining us online, I know we were having trouble earlier with Facebook. Not sure if it's working yet. It's not. Okay. So YouTube is always dependable. So you'll, you'll join us on there. And um, of course, we'll try to get that back up and working for next week. But again, we thank you. Check in. Let us know you're here. Say hi to one another. Also, we do have an offering box in the back of the sanctuary, and we do have an online giving option if you are interested and willing to help with the missions of our church, both here locally and around the world as part of a larger denomination. We appreciate your generosity and the ways that you allow us to be in service to our community here and as part of a larger body of Christ. We have a lot happening today in our worship service. If you can notice the buzz when you came in, we are very excited. Our children's bell choir will be playing today, and also our children's Christmas pageant is happening. So these kids have been rehearsing and practicing their lines, and um, it's been fun. And so today we are very excited to have them bring the Christmas message to us in a very unique way. A few other announcements and reminders. On this coming Thursday, December 21st, we will have our longest night worship service. This is a service recognizing that sometimes this time of year can be difficult. Many are dealing with loss or maybe a first Christmas with a family member not by your side. And so this is an opportunity for us to gather and to recognize the grief that can also be present this time of year. We'll share together in the sacrament of communion and then light a candle in memory of those who are no longer with us. And also, our uh, Christmas Day, we um, have the option for a Christmas Day gathering and potluck. Miss Sarah Gracie has willingly offered to host that, and we just wanted to get an idea if anyone will be around and is interested in gathering on Christmas Day, and that is from 11 to 2. So if you can please see me or Sarah after the service and let us know, we would greatly appreciate that. Our Christmas Eve schedule, we will have our regular worship service, Advent number four service at 10 a.m. on Sunday, December 24th. And then at 5 p.m. is our family Christmas Eve service. This is a very interactive service. The kids actually participate and help to tell the story. Very good time, and of course, everyone is welcome. And then our special music will begin at 9.30 p.m. on Christmas Eve. We have many of our very talented musicians who will share their gifts with us for half an hour. And then at 10 p.m., our traditional candlelight service will begin. Um, those of you who have the yard signs for Christmas Eve, I invited you last week to put those out, and then I realized the time is wrong on them. The late service is at 10 o'clock, not 11, so if you put your yard sign out, make sure you fix that first. But it'll be a very busy and full day here on Christmas Eve, um, and we look forward to celebrating the birth of Christ together as brothers and sisters. Now, friends, as we move into this time of worship, I invite us all, may we know that Christ is present in our midst. 
May we know that God's Spirit is at work at this very moment, bringing peace, bringing hope, and bringing joy. Will you join me in an attitude of worship? stand for the call of worship. This Advent we pray for joy as we journey together. Sight for the blind and healing for the sick. Freedom for the prisoners and good news for the poor. Release for the oppressed with justice for all. And we hope for the coming of God's topsy-turvy, inside-out, upside-down kingdom. Please remain stand standing for hymn number 211 in the United Methodist Hymnal.
invite the Salyer family forward as they share with us our Advent 3 reading this morning. We have lit the first two candles, one for hope and one for peace. Today we light the third candle, the candle of joy. This should be the easy one because joy is all around us and the children, the lights, the music, the gathering together. But how often do we let our preparations or our memories push joy to the side? Joy is like an underground spring that wells up within us, but joy is also a choice, an attitude. In Isaiah 35, the prophet says, the desert desert and the dry land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom like the crocus. They will burst into bloom and rejoice with joy and singing. The Lord's ransomed ones will return and enter Zion with singing, with everlasting joy upon their heads. Happiness and joy will overwhelm them. Grief and groaning will flee away. So today, we open ourselves to joy trusting that God has already planted it in us. All we need to do is give it care and offer to share. Loving God, we open ourselves to you, trusting that this is how you made us. You created us for joy-filled hearts and lives. Show us the creative power of hope. Teach us us the peace that comes from justice. Fill us with the kind of joy that cannot be contained but must be shared. Prepare our hearts to be transformed by you that we may walk in the light of Christ. Amen.
I'd like to invite our children forward as Miss Amanda shares our children's message. So I knew today was a pretty exciting day, that there'd be a lot of you, and so I thought, let's lean into the chaos. So the first thing we got to do, do you remember on our snowman what our branches for the arms stand for? Jesus is our hope. Here, we got two arms to put on. Hugh, why don't you and Cora put on those arms? And we have our earmuffs because Jesus brings us peace. All right, Brandon, here you go. And here we go. Harper, why don't you do that? That's Harper. All right, so we've got our snowman going. You can help me in a minute, Kate, okay? So today, did anybody hear what the Salyers told us today is about? Just say it out loud. What is it? Joy. Joy. And what a good day to have the children's pageant because you guys are definitely going to bring us a lot of joy. So what I wanted to talk a little bit about today is have you ever heard of a red carpet premiere? What happens at a red carpet premiere, Maddie? That's right, famous people walk, or walk down the red carpet because we've been waiting so long for their movie to come out or we're so excited about their awards. We've waited and waited and waited and then they all get fancied up and they walk down the red carpet and there's like news reporters on the side and they're saying things like, and here's Kate, she's got her beautiful dragon costume on, very couture. Kate, can you tell us about your costume? interview them, right? You're a dinosaur. Perfect. So I thought in preparation for the premiere of your pageant today that if you would like to, you could take a stroll down my red carpet so that we can celebrate the start of your pageant. Anybody want to do it? All right, step on up and just walk down this red carpet. Ah, there's Kate. She's a dinosaur. And we've got Archer dressed as Olaf. Come on down. Oh, yes. Look at that Dalmatian and the angel. Watch out for that hot dog. Here's Ash from Pokemon. And we've got a princess. Another Dalmatian, very popular costume. And a dragon, a little spooky for me. Oh, we've got Ada dressed as her mom. And Derek, who is dressed as Pastor Brandy, foreshadowing? I don't know. Come on back, guys. All right, go back and have a seat. Let's give a round of applause for our red carpet. So when we, when we see a red carpet premiere, it's really exciting, right? And 
we're really happy and we have a lot of joy because we're just so excited. And so today, we want to remember that Jesus, oopsies, I'm sorry, Archer. Jesus brings us joy, right? Advent is about getting ready for Jesus. We're going to lay out the red carpet and get ready for him to come. And we're very excited, right? And so Jesus brings us joy in not just on Christmas, but every day. So instead of a red carpet for our snowman, I thought we would use a red scarf because it's long like a carpet. Can you go put on the red scarf, Kate? Very good. Thank you. So today we're going to remember with our scarf that Jesus brings us what? Joy. So let's say a prayer. Dear God, Thank you for bringing us joy. Help us as we do our pageant to bring your joy to others. Amen. Our kids are very excited to bring you this year's Christmas pageant entitled A Very Mixed Up Pageant. You will find out why very soon. But I want to take just a moment to say thank you to Martha and to Anna, both who have put a lot of time and preparation into helping our kids come to this moment, to allowing them to learn their lines and work with them and either get, even gather some of these unique costumes that we will see this year. So, we're very grateful for all their work, and I want to um, take a moment now to introduce to you a very mixed-up Christmas pageant. Good morning, Leslie. Thank you so much for taking over the Christmas pageant at the last minute. I know Kelly is heartbroken that she had to miss the dress rehearsal. Well, hanging Christmas lights is a dangerous job. I'm happy I could be here. There's just one little problem. What's that? Apparently, Kelly had the only key to the costume closet, so we don't have any costumes for the dress rehearsal. No costumes? We'll just have to work with what we have. What do we have? Mostly wings and halos, and I see we have a sheep. Don't worry, we're collecting bath robes and things for tomorrow. In the meantime, I have asked all the kids who are angels to dress for their Halloween costumes. You did what? Come on, kids! Everybody, God help us. Where's my script? Oh, no. I need to take that because I'm going to need it. Ready? 
This is not what Mary looks like. Well, in fairness, the Bible doesn't tell us what Mary looks like. But the Bible does tell us who Mary is, right? God chose Mary to give birth to his only son, Jesus. Something everybody thought was impossible, but it's something that saved the world. So in a way, Mary is like a superhero. Cool. Yes, cool. Keep going. The angel said to Mary, Greetings, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. You shall have a child and name him Jesus. He will be great and reign over God's people forever, and his kingdom will have no end. The Holy Spirit will come to you. Power the most high will overshadow you, and your baby will be the Son of God. Okay. Now, Mary was engaged to a man named Joseph. Where is our Joseph? He has the flu. Okay, we need a Joseph then. Well. Joseph is someone who shows up when Mary needs him, though, even though it's risky. So are you dressed as someone we can count on to help no matter what? Great, you're in. Continue. Joseph didn't know what to think when Mary told him about the baby. But then the angel appeared to Joseph and said, Do not be afraid to marry Mary, for God has chosen her, and her baby will be the Messiah. Meanwhile, in a very different part of Judah, King Herod received an unexpected visit. Where's King Herod? He has the flu. That's fine. Reverend, can you be our Her King Herod for now? Well, we still need a costume. Okay. Well, King Herod is the villain of the Christmas story, so he does a lot of evil things, and he's jealous of Jesus. But he's still a child of God, so there's probably still good in him somewhere. Anybody have a costume like that? That works. Three magi had come from the east, following a star in the sky. Do the magi also have a clue? No, so for practice. The magi were probably kings, but also scholars, priests, very wise. They studied the stars like scientists. And the Bible doesn't say there were three of them, just that they gave three gifts. So who's dressed as somebody wise, maybe from a royal family? Okay, um, the princess wearing purple and the king in the back. You two are going to be the wise men and women. The Magi knew the prophecy. A child born in Judah would become the king of the Jews. Herod also knew the prophecy and was very upset. Herod wanted to be the only king. Go and find the child, then come back here and tell me where he is. Oh, why? Because I want to destroy him. I mean worship him, worship. <laughs> um, is someone going to be the star? Do you want to be the star? Yeah, and I was thinking I could give directions like a map on a phone since I'm showing them the way. Why not? You're the star. Go shine. The Magi continued on their journey. Go follow her. Cora, go follow her. Turn that in. 40 feet. Go player. 40 feet. Turn that. You gotta go follow player. Come on. Come on, go that way. You can do that. 
When Mary was almost ready to have her baby, she and Joseph had to travel to Bethlehem. Mary rode on a donkey. When they arrived, there were no rooms at the inn, so Mary and Joseph had to stay in a stable. Anybody dressed as an animal? Get up here. in a manger, just like the angel said. The star set it over Bethlehem, and a little while later, the Magi arrived from the east. This child was truly the Son of God. Wait! Stop! Put your Halloween costumes away. I have 
spread the good news across the land. The Magi were warned in a dream not to trust Herod, so they went back in a different way. As we know, the angel's prophecy came true. Jesus did come as a baby to save us all. He was fully human, fully God, and every Christmas we celebrate his first day on earth when everything changed.
job. You go find mom. I think we need to give them one more round of applause. Thank you so much, boys and girls. They were so excited to bring the Halloween costumes back out, and you know, parents were happy to let those costumes that we spend time making and buying be seen more than once. So this was quite a unique Christmas pageant, and we want to thank you all so much for your hard work and for helping to tell us the story of Jesus' birth today. Today does mark the third week of Advent, and how appropriate that our children's pageant falls on this day that we light the candle of joy. But let me tell you, what you saw up here that looked like controlled chaos did not start out with the control part. A month ago, we started rehearsing for this pageant, and it was chaos. Even yesterday, we held our 9 a.m. dress rehearsal. Chaos! But we decided this year we were going to take a slightly different approach. Back in early November, Anna and I sat down to look at Christmas pageant ideas, and we scanned dozens of scripts, and we came across one entitled, A Very Mixed-Up Christmas Pageant. The story of a children's director who falls ill at the last moment and leaves the pageant in the hands of a very unprepared pastor and adult volunteer. So, of course, anarchy ensues. There are ninjas, dogs, angels, princesses running around everywhere while the poor pastor and volunteer must try to weave together the story of Jesus' birth behind a scene of chaos. You know, it's almost as though this script was written just for us. And then somehow, right in the middle of the chaos, a message emerges. And Amanda said the words of this message. She and I had not talked about this, so it must just be on our minds. A message to lean in. To lean into the chaos and the discomfort. A message to lean into this season of Advent with its highs and its lows, with its peace and its noise, with its sorrow, and with its joy, a message to lean in. I know it sounds a little counterintuitive, but if you have ever been whitewater rafting, you might know what I'm talking about. You see, when we notice walk, rocky water ahead, what's your first instinct? To lean away, to avoid it, to paddle hard and try and turn in the other direction but that only works when the water is calm. In the chaos of roaring rapids, leaning away will not help. The only way to make it through those churning, white-capping waters of chaos is by leaning in. The sociologist and author Brene Brown says that we cannot adapt to chaotic times by leaning away from what's in front of us. Only by moving with the current of an ever-changing reality will we find a way to survive. Friends, the week ahead is bound to be filled with chaos. We can fight it, or we can lean in. We can lean in with grace. 
And in doing so, maybe we'll even learn to find some joy in the midst of the chaos. Interestingly, the Greek language of the New Testament, these two words, grace and joy, are related. Grace, haris, and joy, kara. Joy is found when we become aware of God's grace. Let me say that again. Joy is found when we become aware of God's grace. When we lean into the grace of God and we seek to show grace to others, we will find joy in places that we never expected, in ways that we never saw coming. And so right now in the midst of this season of chaos, we need grace. We need grace daily. We need grace moment by moment. When our plans don't go the way we thought they would, when we lose patience, when someone messes up, when Walmart is packed and there are no cashiers, when our children are bouncing off the walls, when chaos is erupting all around us, we need to lean in with grace. We need to lean in with grace for ourselves. We need to lean in with grace for others. And we really need to lean in with grace for the world around us. For it is by the grace of God that he sent his son into our human story. It's by the grace that Christ became one of us and lives among us. It's by grace that a baby born in a manger became our story of salvation. So today it is my prayer that you will lean in. May you lean in to God's grace and allow the joy of Advent to fill your heart. Let us pray. Holy God, we come today with praise on our lips for your gift of grace. We rejoice in your presence and in the love you have for us. And we know, God, that while our contentment comes and goes, your grace never fails. And in you alone, our joy is found. Father God, may we remember again the prophet Isaiah's words of promise. God will come to save you. The Lord's ransomed ones will return and enter Zion with singing with everlasting joy upon their heads. Happiness and joy will overwhelm them always. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen.
Thank you, Wendy, and thank you to our Children's Bell Choir for sharing your gifts and your joy with us today. Now, friends, we pause in this moment to reflect upon the gifts and the graces that God has poured out on us. We know that God's presence is at work in this place and in this time, bringing peace and hope and joy into our lives. And we offer back to God just a portion of those gifts so that others may also come to know the love and the saving grace of Jesus Christ. I invite you, will you please rise as you are able as we join together in receiving our offering and singing our doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. As we move into a time of prayer, may we come expecting God to speak. May we come knowing that God hears our prayers. Will you join me in an attitude of prayer? Holy and mighty God, we come today singing praises to your name, worshiping you for your abundant grace and mercy. We come yearning to live within the joy of your love for us. But we also come continuing our Advent journey and recognizing how often our commitment and our contentment come and go. How fleeting our emotions of happiness. And yet you remind us, O oh God, that our joy is not of this world. You remind us that our identity is in you. You call us your beloved children. So as we continue to prepare our hearts this Advent season, may you come among us. May you lead us on paths of righteousness. May you guide our feet through the wilderness. And yet we confess, Father, that we do not always understand the call of the prophets. Too often we don't want to get our hands dirty with the poor, the oppressed, the prisoners. We don't have the time to look fully in the face of the needs of our world. And so we pray, forgive us. Forgive us for being insulated and isolated. Forgive us for looking inward more than outward. Open our hearts, O oh Lord, and fill us again with a spirit of compassion. Give us the courage to bring healing to this world. Merciful Lord, even as we share the joy we find in you and one another this morning, we are mindful of those for whom joy is hard to find. So we pause in a moment and we lift to you those whom we carry in prayer. We lift up the Smith family, especially Gene as he sits by Laura's side. 
Father God, as Laura's body grows weak, we know that you are waiting, waiting to welcome her into your loving embrace. We pray for strength for her family as they're gathered around her at this very moment to share their love in these final hours. God, we pray that your spirit will be at work filling them with your peace and assurance. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. We also lift up those who are struggling this time of year with depression and anxiety. We lift up those who find themselves in difficult circumstances, those who are facing this first holiday without a loved one. We lift up those for whom joy feels distant. We pray, mighty God, for the inbreaking of your grace. Pour out your love and remind us that we are never alone. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. We also continue to lift up Linda and Jay Epley, Rob McCurdy, Nancy Fleming, Gary Clausen, Don Traxler. Father, we pray that your spirit will fill each heart with strength and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. And now, in a moment of silence, we lift to you those unspoken prayers that lie on our hearts today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. We thank you, God, for always hearing our prayers. Today, especially, we thank you for your mercy and your compassion, for the joy that you have poured out on us. Time after time, you have rescued us and set us free. Like a voice in the wilderness, we hear you calling our name, calling us to prepare our hearts with peace and hope and joy calling us ever closer to the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So as we leave this place today, as we head into a chaotic and turbulent world, may we go forth, O oh God, with praise on our lips and with joy in our hearts. For we know that by your gift of grace in Jesus Christ, our hope and our salvation are secure. We pray all these things in the name of Christ who taught us to pray together by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And now, as beloved children of our Creator God, with joy overflowing in our hearts, will you please rise as you are able as we join in our closing hymn, number 220, Angels from the Realms of Glory. Mm -hmm. 
today, facing the highs and lows, the rejoicing, the sorrow, the chaos that we call life. May you lean into God's grace, and may you lean in with God's grace. For the joy of the Lord is nearly upon us. God is coming among us. Amen. <laughs> 